welcome to the Comicsly Podcast, the official podcast of Comicsly.com. You are listening to episode number 12. My name is Joseph, and I'm here with Angela today. I usually record this over the internet, but today we get to be in person, so I think we're kind of going to go past the little intro I usually do at the beginning of these and just kind of get right into our episode, which is a wrap-up of 2020. Um, Just kind of what we enjoyed did did not do this year um you know we started doing this podcast in september was it september yeah yeah something about september right so this is, this is our 12th episode so we're doing it for three or four months um trying to get a little bit more regular with our record and release schedule um but so yeah this would just be a little like review of what this year has been for us and sort of how and then also some discussion about how like doing the podcast towards the end of the year has um, changed the way that we like interact or uh, look forward to or consume those, you know, so like the media, right? The books and the games and all the things that we've talked about so far. And I think I think that's the question we probably want to start with, Ange, is just how has doing this podcast changed the way that you approach like the entertainment or like what you know we we pick something we're going to talk about it and just how is it like change the way that you approach that you know that piece of media that like we're going to be talking about on the podcast that week um i think for sure a big thing that i've noticed is that like we we get to like watch movies and talk about them and things like that um but the first step is always watching the movie or like sitting down and listening to the podcast or getting through that one video game Mm -hmm. um and like it's not like homework because it's like i don't not want to do it but sometimes just having that like the pressure of like actually needing to finish it can be like annoying (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i think that's just because i can be sometimes lazy and i don't like to get get things done to completion all the time do you feel like you have to pay more attention ever or is it just the fact that you like have to do it is it just simply that it's a thing you have to do i should be paying more attention probably (laughs) yeah yeah um it's more just like what i have to because i feel like I feel like I can talk about it good if I, like, watch it. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I paid more attention, I mm-hmm. would be even better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I I think it's similar feelings for me. Just suddenly going from, like, a thing that you could do, right? Suddenly, like, this, it's that distinction, right, between, like, I'm making the choice to spend my time, like, and I guess we're still making the choice to spend our time with me, but there's sort of, there is that just, like, added thing that, like, you're counting on me to do this, and, like, um, or, like, some, some other person is counting on me to do this, right, for this thing, and there's, like, a deadline, versus just that, like, oh, I'll do this completely, entirely on my own time when I want to, in the sort of headspace that I am whenever I get to it, right, as opposed to sort of I know the thing is for me is like I'll put off watching or listening or reading something until I'm like, oh, I'm not in the right like headspace to do this right now because um, I guess I don't know. I like I want to. I'm a little bit more worried that like if I don't pay attention that I won't be ready or have something 
interesting to say, right? And I guess, we, you know, we don't always have to, like, have something interesting to say, right? Like, it, because I, I think if it always is that, right, suddenly you're maybe not enjoying it because you're being too critical. Um, but I think it's, it's definitely that thing where it's, like, it's not entirely just my own decision anymore to do it and that's so that for whatever reason that like changes the way I approach it um I don't exactly know I yeah and I guess I don't really know why that is you mentioned the word homework does it feel like homework doing Mm, this sometimes it's more like I'm in a book club okay it's like I volunteer to be part of this book club because I wanted to be in this book club (laughs) and I enjoy this book club when I go to it yeah sometimes the actual reading of the book if I'm feeling lazy yeah. And I think we've talked, you, you've mentioned that to me the other day, right? It, we always feel good after we like record yeah. the episode, right? And like having that conversation or whatever is actually really enjoyable, but there is a certain amount of like anxiety or stress in the lead up to it. I think that book club's analogy is really good. I've never been a part of a book club. Me neither. <laughs> we were going to do one at work last year and then no one read the book. So <laughs> it didn't happen. But um, I imagine that it's the feeling, right? You're like, because there is that thing, right? You want to be, you want to, f- do you feel like you want to have something intelligent to say or just something to say at all? Or like, do you not worry about that so much? Mm, depends. If I like, I really enjoyed it. I want to like have something intelligent to say. But if it's like when we had, when we did that Slaughterhouse Five graphic novel, and I didn't enjoy it so much. I was more content to let you do the talking. Oh, but I thought you had really good. Po- I still think about that thing you said about the art where they should have split up the art oh. in that they should have like the cause, right because that book is told like in flash forwards and <laughs> flashbacks back no i know it. but they like you i thought you made a really good point in the way that they could have just made some like really they could have made the story more interesting if they made the art more interesting and i like yeah because i went back after the episode and like read that graphic novel was on a bunch of like best graphic novels of the year list and i was like i i don't know what else is out there as far as graphic novels but like i i it was good it was interesting it was good but like i don't i don't know um i guess i'm just really smart without even trying it might just be that yeah (laughs) (laughs) um okay cool so we've we've got a couple categories here and you know we know everyone does categories for this type of thing but um lots of Lots of categories. I guess we wanted these to sort of be things that were just more specific to what our year looked like. And yeah, so we, you know, we have a couple pretty standard ones like games and TV shows and podcasts and music or whatever. But then we also have some some more interesting ones at the end that I think will, will make. I'm actually probably more excited to talk about those, but we'll leave those for the end. Same. Um, and you know, we so we started this podcast off with the game, right? Our first episode, we played Oxen Free, so I think uh, it's only sort of appropriate to start with just what are the favorite games we played this year, right? And these are not games that necessarily came out this year; they're just games that we. Pl- these are the games that we played this year, right? Um, I guess I can start us off. I have a couple here, so my first one's Outer Wilds, which is um, <laughs> it's a first-person game, which means Angela we we learned recently that Angela (laughs) does not do well with first person games which is fine because I don't love first person games I like and Angela has gets a little bit motion sick with them so we're you know when we do play games we're going to 
try to find like third person and platforming type stuff. And I think that's good because that pushes me out of my comfort zone a little bit with the types of games I play. But Outer Wilds, it's like this first person game where you are trying to un... You're caught in a time loop and you're trying to unravel like why that time loop is happening. And over the course of the game, you find out that... Spoiler for Outer Wilds, which has been out for about two years. You find out that um, this time loop is occurring at the at the heat death of the universe. The sun is about to explode and, you know, everything in the near solar system is, you know, going to, uh, going to die, right? He's going to cease to exist. And sort of what does that mean for your actions as a player? And sort of how do you spend those ending minutes, right? You have, it, it's a 22 minute time loop, right? How do you spend those last 22 minutes? even when you play them over and over. Um, this game, it, it's, God, it's beautiful. I don't, I'm, I'm not much of a crier. I don't like, just in most things, I'm dead. I'm a little bit dead inside, but this game definitely made me tear up just in the way that, in just what it says about like what's important when you know you have a little bit, a limited time left and, and how you're spending it, so. Also, the soundtrack. I think I mentioned the soundtrack on a previous episode when we did, like, our favorite things. The soundtrack is amazing. It's, like, space banjos and guitars, and I don't know how they did it, but it's, like, if Outer Space had music, I think <laughs> that is the music I would want to hear. So, Outer Wilds is definitely, like, that is the best game I played this year. Um, Hades is that is a game that came out this year angela you got a little chance to play that recently and I wasn't bad at it wasn't bad no um hades is fun i put a lot of time into it, it it's a run-based game where you're sort of repeating the same dungeons over and over again with different builds trying to get farther and farther until you get to the end and that sort of that repetitive loop super giant games really figured out right they're the makers of this game they really figured out a way to make that interesting and enjoyable even when you are doing it again and again which is a huge accomplishment because i think this like definitely for me it's it's a rogue i, I tried a couple other roguelikes this year didn't like them and then hades was the one that like it really clicked for me so Making a genre work or like making a genre enjoyable that I didn't think I liked is like a huge accomplishment. So that was awesome. Other games, I don't have a ton to say about these other games I played this year. Destiny 2, which I'm actually going to talk about a little bit later. Put a lot of time into that in like August, late July, early August. Um, put a lot of time into that game, but like haven't touched it for a couple months. Couple, sorry, months. Month. <laughs> also played a lot of Baba Is You, which is like a puzzle game that sort of has you define the rules of your world as you're playing the game and until you like get until you sort of create the successful final end state really you know like challenging game that is asking you to think about game design in a way that a lot of other games in in a way that just games don't period but like really hard and I think about it and I want to go back and play it but like I also know the level that I'm stuck at and I don't I can't get past <laughs> and I don't I'm like I don't know if I want to go bang my head against that wall again right now um but a really really good game yeah so Ange what about you you've got a couple games here on this list yeah so I guess first I also hopped in the Among Us wagon um I played it a couple times with you mm -hmm. and then some friends 
just over the internet. It was really fun. Yeah. I still, I feel like I haven't played it in a while, but since then, I've watched a lot of playthroughs of like gamers playing it. So I think I would do a whole lot better now. If have we you tried seen? Again. Have you seen the new map? Have you seen anyone play? Um, I think there's a new map. I don't know. Okay. All I know is that they have proximity chat. And I really want to try yeah. that, but you can't because yeah. you have a MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really like that one. Um, I also, we've been playing a lot of Overcooked. I got that Overcooked one. Overcooked 2, yeah. Overcooked 2, right at the end of the year. But we are almost done with the game. We're on, like, level 6.2 or whatever. Yeah. Um, I really like those games that you can play with people, because mm-hmm. I'm not really a gamer. So playing with people makes it more fun. Did you, have you, did you try any of that by yourself? Overcooked? Yeah. No. None no, of I, it? I'm not touching that. I know I can't. Okay. So who did, you, who did you get through those initial levels with? Uh, my friends Ava and B. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you like? Do you think it just wouldn't? Is is I the just, fun of that game with other people? The fun is okay. with other people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, and then briefly, I when I was younger, I had The Sims on an iPad, and I play it all the time. And then once everything shut down, I downloaded The Sims again, and it was really cool. And then I uh, forgot about it, and they all like. <laughs> peed themselves and threw up everywhere and i deleted the app is that what happens yeah okay you come back and they're all like stinky and they all like wet themselves that's not what happens in animal crossing right no they just oh i also had that game okay (laughs) okay animal crossing didn't stick in your head though no i guess i i guess i didn't enjoy it that much if i didn't Mm. think about it okay yeah animal crossing like it's cool i'm just i don't I, t- I think we were talking about this earlier when I was like, I'm not going to finish like a game because I don't want to, it won't bother me if I leave it uncompleted. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about Animal Crossing. Like, I don't care to make my town beautiful or anything. Okay. What? So the thing with that game, right, is like you kind of play it for a little bit every day, right? That's what they want you to do. That's yeah. what they want you to do. Does that appeal to you? Or like, I don't know, do you tend to like... I time skipped. You time skipped. Oh, lot. you did. I okay. Cheated. Okay. Yes, and then I was bored of how my town looked, and I started all over, and okay. I regretted it immediately. Okay. I haven't touched it. And you haven't gone back for like the winter or the fall stuff. I or... I go back if my friends are playing it. Okay. But like then I just go to their towns. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Nice. Um. Okay. So those are games. Um. Let's move on to TV shows. Um. And why don't you start us Andrew, with this? All righty. Um. I guess the first one I watched that I really liked was Killing Eve. Mm-hmm. Um. You guys had put it on when you would come home in March, mm-hmm. and so I basically watched all of the available episodes on Hulu this year. So that was really fun. That was a fun binge watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that one. I also I started watching a lot of K dramas and C dramas, which I will talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite one out of that was a Korean drama called Eight to One Class. Um, it's about like this dude who is trying to start this pub, and there's like lots of drama, and the food <laughs> looks delicious. Um, and it's just like it's a really good storyline because. Uh, I don't know. I just really like K-drama. Also found out that the restaurant slash pub is called Don Bomb. There's like a like a like a Don Bomb in like Idaho or somewhere. Oh, okay. And I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but anyways, there's that. And then lastly, the Good Place. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I watched that one a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. but um, I just recently watched like the final two seasons that I hadn't watched yet, and I really liked it. And I suggested that we do a podcast episode about it. Yeah, we're gonna. I think we're gonna get to that next couple months. We'll have an episode about the Good Place. Um, nice. What? What about you? Okay. Well, <laughs> so, which one of those, like? Do you think is the most rewatchable? Like, which one of those is... I wouldn't rewatch it. You Any, but, any of them? Well, my favorite one I wouldn't rewatch. Yeah. Because it's, it's it to one class. Okay. And those are like... That's like each episode is like an hour and a half time okay. commitment. With lots of like fluff. Okay. Um, But I feel like I would recommend everyone to watch it because it's something different. Okay. You know? Okay. Nice. Um. So, for me... Is, so you had a couple like Killing Eve, not dark humor, I'm right? All like over some, the place some my funny TV shows, yes. dark humor. Good Place is like kind of funny, but like there's definitely some like thought provoking stuff in there. But it, I feel like it's mostly funny. mostly a comedy. Okay, and then Itawan Class is a drama, Korean drama, Korean drama. Okay, um, so both of mine are comedies, right? These I these are the two shows that made me laugh the hardest this year. Um, and I think that's why I remember them the most, right? We didn't get like a new season of succession this year. Um, you know, which I think, you know, a lot of people are looking forward to that when that comes back next year. But, um, two shows that I most enjoyed this year were How To With John Wilson, which is this little show that just like showed up at, I mean, obviously not, but like, you know, it's HBO, so it's obviously a big deal, but it seems like it just showed up on HBO one day. Um, and it's, I, I, I looked at it one time and it was like how to like make conversation. It has these weird, like how to do something. And it's like, is he really, and, and you know, one of them's about like scaffolding and one of them's like how to cover your furniture. And one of them's like how to make conversation with strangers or something or how to make small talk. And it's like, I don't really want a show that is about that. I don't really want, I don't want to watch that show. I don't know what that <laughs> is. Right. But, um. So the I, I had looked at it a couple of times and didn't, you know, click on it, but watched the first episode, you know, for some reason at one day and like it's those whatever the topic is, right? Whatever it's scaffolding or covering your furniture with plastic or small talk, right? It's just a jumping off point into some other weird story. Um so, uh, so the episode about uh, scaffolding, right, goes into, like, you know, he lives in, the show's based, and he lives in New York City, so it's all this footage of the city, and it's him talking about, like, the scaffolding industry, right? So he goes to, like, a scaffolding convention and talks to, like, people about their thoughts about <laughs> scaffolding, and it sounds like the dumbest thing in the world, but I, it's, it's however he puts it together, right, he manages to, like, create maybe not so much as a narrative as just to like take that topic and ex- expose different uh, facets of it, right? So like the scaffolding convention, right? These people who are like really interested in like there being a lot of scaffolding everywhere and right and how they like start to make scaffolding look beautiful and then like, but you know, then it's like, how is that like covering up the architecture? Like what is that doing to like the presentation of the city if there's this like beautiful scaffolding but it's like covering up these buildings and um and then like is it dangerous right it just he he goes all these different directions that you can't predict with each of these topics but it's also just hilarious um 
you know, he taught when he's talking about like how to cover your furniture, right? He like takes this idea of covering things to like a very literal and slightly, you know, definitely weird, maybe slightly disturbing place about like what people are covering. Um, so it's just, and it's really delightful, right? Like you can't predict what, because like no, you know, it, it's, it feels very much, you know, obviously a lot of people worked on it, but it feels like very much the product of this one guy's mind, right? And you can't predict where he's going to take any of these subjects. And he, he knows how to, he knows how to interest you and he knows how to like entertain you, right? He, I, he know, he knows how to make you laugh. And I haven't laughed so hard at some of those, at anything this year as I did at some of those episodes. So I'd really recommend that show. Um, and then the second is season two of what we do in the shadows came out earlier this year, which is a show about modern day vampires <laughs> living on Long Island, which sounds ridiculous, but is, um, it's so, it, it, like the comedy is, is so where they find comedy is so sharp and creative and like, they don't find comedy and cruelty, right? Like they, it, it's, I think it's a very kind show, right? It's about, like, these vampires who have been living together for, like, hundreds of years. So I think they genuinely, like, like each other. But, like, they just, you know, they have these, like, things called... They have these people called familiars. And these they're the people who, like, if you kind of do what this vampire says for a while, they'll eventually turn you into a vampire, right? And so, of like, there's, you know, one of the familiars, like, has, like, a side hustle, which you're not supposed to do. But, like, how does that interact with his, like, duties as a vampire? And, like it's yeah it just finds comedy in like these weird you know like you know in in wordplay and like physical comedy um in, in all these different places and it it is just all so ridiculous and outrageous and um nothing like makes me happy it, it, i think it's definitely a brand of comedy right because you watched the show Ange, and you were not you watched the movie that it's based on and you were not into it so much no no. Yeah, so it's definitely like kind of dry, like very ridiculous. So it's not for everyone, I would say, but it, I, I really love it. The next category is best podcast, and I just have a couple for this, so I'll, I'll go through this pretty quick. Pretty quick. Um, for me, like a lot of the, I think a lot of the like media can consume this year kind of needed to. It either needed to just kind of be funny and ridiculous, or it needed to really be responding to like what was going on in the world this year, right? So that's politically, that is socially, that is culturally. Um, it couldn't ignore that stuff. Anything that's like, I don't want politics involved with my art. I don't want politics involved with my media. I don't want like social movements. I don't want discussions of like class and race and all of that. Like keep keep that separate from from the stuff that like makes me happy like I I struggled with that stuff this year so the the podcasts that I gravitated towards this year were ones that could integrate that into um discussions of other topics right so the first one is citations needed and their whole thing is how does the media influence right in popular culture specifically how does the popular culture influence the way that we think about politics, right? So they'll talk about things about how uh, Muslims and what is referred to as the Middle East reflected in popular culture and how does that affect the way people respond to like Bush and Obama era policies in regards to the Middle East, right? Because those 
those two things are not separate, right? Um, if you're, if all of your de depictions of a certain, of Muslims or uh, people who practicing the religion of Islam are negative, right? Then, you know, when, you know, Obama's like sending drones over to the Middle East, like people are, are maybe going to like not care, right? That's not a thing you're going to care about because they don't have a critical or nuanced view of, um, of, of that part of the world and, and people from those religions or, or cultures. Um, so they, they really go in like hard and deep on a lot of popular culture, thinking about how does this affect the way we think about our politics. Um, second show is the ringer FC, which is just, they, you know, I think with a lot of shows, right. With you have like if it's a basketball show, what they actually mean is they're talking about the NBA, right? They're not actually talking about the WNBA, right? Or like international basketball. And this show is much more equitable in that sense, right? They talk about European soccer. They talk about European women's soccer. They talk about American soccer. They talk about South American soccer, women's soccer all over the world, right? They're, they like, it's a lot of like to keep track of, but they do keep track of what is going on in the men's and the women's game all over the world and are able to talk about it knowledgeably and intelligently. Um, but they're also able, you know, they also don't shy away from like the discussion of um, like the, in, in the premier, right? In the English soccer league this year, they're having a, a no room for racism campaign, right? And they're talking about um, the, one of them is a former premier league player a former a black, a former black Premier League player, and he's not afraid to like talk about his experience as being a black player in the Premier League and what he knows that these players are going through and like how that needs to be addressed by the league running that right. So, you know, not again, not being afraid as a podcast to talk about politics, even though it's a soccer podcast. Um, and then last last two are they come from the same podcast network? It's Bad End and Bullet Points, which are just which. Uh, our video games podcast, but are, you know, criticizing video games through this social, cultural, political lens, right? How, how are video games representing the, the politics and the culture of our day? And like recognizing that video games are not made in a bubble and they're not apolitical, right? They are saying things about the world and the way it works and like whose stories get told and how we represent different, different people, different different ways of living in these games and, and what we're saying about about those people and those and, and the way that people live and so you know all of these right it, it just kind of across the board media like these these things that entertain us are not separate from the other, those like bigger social and cultural and political discussions that we're having and so I really I needed that in so in the in the podcast I was listening to this year um and then just shout out to this American Life, which, you know, has been around for like, I think this is a 25th year, actually. And it's still still a really good show, right? Not not every week is amazing, but I think probably the best single podcast episode I listened to was their episode from August 7th, which was called Made to be Broken. And I think, I don't want to say too much about it, because I think if it kind of just surprises you, it, it's going to be more enjoyable. But it's about rules that are made to be broken. And it spends most of this time on this one story about a guy giving a speech he had a five minute time limit and he's giving this speech and sort of what happens as he's giving that speech it's surprising and it's told with a lot of like empathy and room for that 
in, in room for that person to tell his story because they, they interview the guy who gave the speech. So that episode just, yeah, blew me away and, and was, was really amazing. All right, Angela, you are going to talk about your best new artists of the year. Yeah. So we did a podcast where we talked about BTS mm-hmm. and I, th- I think I talked about this, but it was just this year. I started like I like discovered K-pop in general, um, and like would started... would you like what was that process or like what do you mean discovered? Oh, uh, okay. So I, there was this YouTuber that I started watching. She's like in college. She's like she seemed really smart because she like most of her vlogs are like her studying, <laughs> which <laughs> motivates me to study. It's just her studying. Like a time lapse of her studying. Like she'll like cook and stuff too. Oh, okay. Whatever. Her uh, her the YouTuber I think it was Yora Jung, um, but she will like re- reference BTS in a lot of her videos, and I was like, what's this BTS business about? And I had like no idea, like what K-pop like was necessarily or like anything um so i started like watching them on youtube i really liked it and now i have like a bunch of bts merch and they were my number one artist of the year (laughs) on spotify um so yeah i would say i'm a pretty big fan now okay and that was all this year that was all this year yeah it was it was honestly like yeah i think i because i started watching them after i came back from school okay which was gonna be like a january like 25th 20th mm-hmm. yeah wow okay yeah nice. so that's that's a super super big one yeah <clears throat> it's cool to like discover a big interest like that yeah. right it makes me think that i need to find more interest though because like i feel like this can't be the only thing i'm interested in <laughs> no. it's just like a lot you know yeah um so another artist I sort of rediscovered is Rin Reaver. Um, I used to listen to like one song by her, Octa Hate. It came out in like 2013, 2014. Um, but she hasn't put out any new albums or songs since 2018. Her last album was in 2015. Okay. Called The Fool. I really like, I think it's her first song or whatever on there, Pierre. It's uh, it's kind of trending on TikTok now. What type of music? It's um, Wikipedia says it is oh, pop music, alternative rock, indie pop, synth pop, electro pop, okay. pop. Who would you compare to that I might know? Uh, so like Carly Rae Jepsen? No, no. Okay. no. And she has like a very interesting voice. I don't want to say the word like warbly. Okay. But, like she can do this thing with her voice. It's really cool. And okay. it's like lower. I don't know. Okay. I like it. But it is more poppy, dancey, or no? It's like the type of music that if you're watching like an indie alternative film, it plays at the end. Okay. When they're okay. driving away off the college. That's a very good description. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Got which it. is like obviously that's like no no hate on. That. Yeah. That's no, like absolutely great. not. Music that is has not... to be good for it to like give you that kind of feel. Yeah. So. Yeah. L- lastly, Kid Travis. He. He's not, like, a super, super big artist. I'm pretty sure. He has some stuff on Spotify. He mostly does, like, uh, covers of songs. He did covers of, like, Post Malone songs. She did Sad by Tentacion. That was my favorite one. He he has, like, he, his voice is very, like, chill. It's, like, play on, like, a rainy day or something. Okay. I really like that. It's, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Very cool. So, BTS, 
how do you say that? Rin Weaver, Wind. air like show for Aaron. Oh, Rin Weaver. Okay, yeah, that's cool. And then Kid Travis, nice. Um, why don't you take us into the next topic? Next Ange. topic. All right. Um, best things we cooked this year. Should I? kick it off i'll kick it off yeah yeah you okay. go for it so i'm away at college for the most part so you really learn how to get creative by being lazy or you get <laughs> be creative by being lazy i don't know what you don't know which comes from the creative like you're lazy so you have to make creative stuff out of your laziness so that spam spam, <laughs> spam. <laughs> um i i didn't really know it's Spam was like I had an yeah, idea. No, up. I thought it was just what like like you get when like you don't have anything else, mm-hmm. and it's pretty good mm-hmm. if you cook it right. And if you cook it, it right, doesn't yeah. come out of the can. It comes out of a can, <laughs> and it doesn't smell very good. But once you get, once it gets cooked, it's pretty good. I've been trying to find ways to like make stuff with spam in it. So like spam fried rice. I like to make like sandwiches, like egg cheese and spam. Um, I think it would be cool. We had kimbap the other day. I think I've seen someone put like kimbap in spam, which I think would be cool. Darian and I made spam musubi. That was good. There's a restaurant here. I don't know if she told you. There's a restaurant here where you can get spam musubi. It was really good. Why haven't we gone yet? Uh, we could, or we'll probably, maybe we'll just order it before you leave. But that was, <laughs> it, no offense, it was better than the one that you okay, made. Okay, it was fine. I, I didn't make I, it. Darian oh, did, oh, okay. So. It was better than what she made then. I, because we, I got it just for her and then I took a bite and was like, oh, I would, like, if you didn't tell me this was spam, I would just, like, eat it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm not totally, like. And, well, the trick is, get the spam light because it's yeah, not salty. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. All right. What else you got? So, it's, it's Japanese rolled omelet which is called tamagoyaki last year no it was this year it was like last school year i got in a tamagoyaki pan which is just like a rectangular pan because mm-hmm. i'd seen it in all the youtube videos i was watching and i like never used it until this semester and it's just like you have like your scrambled egg and then you put it in the pan you let it cook like put some on the pan let it cook roll it up put more of the egg on the pan is it very thin it up here's a picture it's a, and then like you can put like you can put vegetables in it. I sometimes like to put cheese in it, and I've been making a lot of that. Oh, so there's multiple layers. Yeah, of it's layer. like you okay. keep on thin rolling layers of it. it. Yeah. Okay, got it. So you can put stuff in between the layers. Okay. Uh that's been really fun. Okay. It's, like, it's a it's like a cute little snack. What do you put between the layers? Cheese, sometimes like onion, scallion. Depends what they have. Okay. Sometimes if you put too much stuff in the layers, though, it, it doesn't roll very good. Mm-hmm. Um. And then your fire alarm goes off <laughs> because you have a, it's very touchy. Um, but yeah, that's one other thing. And then jarred spaghetti, but I add stuff to it. <laughs> so, none of these have good names. <laughs> but like, usually what my boyfriend does is we get a jarred spaghetti and noodles. And then I make the sauce. I add meat to it. And like, I, I add like sugar. Mm. We have some of that like bread cooking wine. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm supposed to add butter at the end to, like, finish it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, okay. It's usually there. It's pretty good. Nice. Very nice. What about you? So the big one for me this year, I only made it a couple times because we don't need a ton of pasta. But the, I forget what episode of the Chef show, but whatever season, I think it was, like, season four that came out this year. They did an episode. It was just the episode where Roy and John were in the kitchen 
cooking um but they made a they made like meatballs and a couple other things but they made for what roy called four dollar spaghetti um and it's uh it's one of those episodes where you like or it's one of those recipes where you there's like you use the cooking water from the pasta to like add it to the sauce to thicken it up i'm pretty sure it's what a lot yeah, I think that's like well, I think that I think that's pretty traditional in like Italy and France and um, using the I because I never like really done that, but I was like, oh, because the cooking water has a ton of starch in it, so it thickens it up. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you use like this mushroom stock, which is just mushrooms and water, and then it's like tomato sauce, and then the cooking water, and you sort of whip it all together with some cheese really fast, and it, like thickens up in this really nice way. That was I made that a couple of times that. And it's nice because it makes like a the recipe makes like a bunch of sauce and it makes a bunch of mushroom stock and mushrooms, and so it makes all this like extra stuff that you can use in like other random recipes. So uh, that was I love that. Second one was we started I started making. I really like making Thai curries, but I don't love the stuff that you can buy at the store. So I started, and I don't really I don't you know it it probably isn't like Thai curry. It's just like a green spicy paste that you I like ended up mixing with coconut milk and veg and then cooking vegetables in to make a curry. It's mostly like basil and shallots, soy sauce, a bunch of like pepper, salt, a couple other spices. But it's just like this really spicy, it's really fragrant. I feel like the stuff you get at the stores, it always you can always kind of tell it's from the store. It has a sort of like I don't know, never even because there's a couple brands that are like good, but they're just, they, I don't know. They're just always, I feel like you can always tell that they've been like packaged and this one tastes really fresh in a way that I really like. So we made, like I made a bunch actually and froze it. And so I've been going through that really slowly and really enjoying that. You just put everything in the food processor and it's quite easy to make um, once you get everything chopped up. And the last one, this was like way early in quarantine. I made like, I baked two, I've never, I'm not really a baker, <laughs> but I baked two cakes. So they weren't like great, Angela can tell you they weren't great they weren't like horrible but they weren't great um but i was just really proud because i like followed the recipe and i like frosted them and they looked okay they had layers they had layers yeah so i was just proud of that um because i'm i'm not much of a baker but it was nice to to be able to do that this year um how about should i introduce the next one next one yeah yeah so this is just a you thing yeah um you called it replacement entertainment why why what, what's replacement entertainment so I guess I was thinking about it is we didn't get any we didn't get any Marvel movies this year. We got that Harley Quinn movie right at the beginning, which I actually really like that movie. Mm-hmm. I, I you know, it's very energetic and colorful. Um, but I like how like z- big and like zany that movie is. I think Margot Robbie's really good. I think um it's the, I forget the guy's name who's in that movie. It's the guy who played Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, but he's really good in that movie. Um, but yeah, we didn't get any Marvel movies, right? We didn't get any Star Wars movies, like you know, a bunch of like big like Top Gun and the new Ghostbusters and Mission, uh, not Mission Impossible, um, James Bond, right? A bunch of these like really big movies were like pushed out of this year to next year just because movie theaters were closed. But I just didn't miss any of them um, at all. And so I was like, what? I was trying to think about why that is. And I think I was, you know, I think there's a couple of things that I, a couple, and, and, you know, this is TV, these are other like TV shows and movies that I like 
was really invested in this year that sort of replaced those things so I didn't miss them. So the first one was The Mandalorian Season 2, which came out, you know, was coming out at the end of the year, right? When we would maybe get a Star Wars movie. And like, I don't know. I thought The Last Jedi was pretty bad. Maybe we'll do that at some point. But I don't know. I thought that movie was bad. And so The Mandalorian being like good, you know, whatever you think about it, I think it's pretty enjoyable. Um, I loved seeing Ahsoka Tano in there this year. That That made me really happy. But I think that was like all the Star Wars that I needed. Um, or all the live action Star Wars <laughs> that I needed. Because the other thing is also Star Wars, um, which is season seven of the animated show The Clone Wars came out earlier this year, um, which wrapped up that show in the most like satisfying and appropriate way. You know, that was a really, that was a big show for me when I was growing up. Like I, Watched the first couple of seasons of that week to week on, I think it was Cartoon. I forget. I forget if it was Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network, but I think it was Cartoon Network when it came out. And so just like getting a really nice, satisfying conclusion for that for Ahsoka um, and sort of, you know, seeing how that story, her story, seeing how her story ended, but also how it led, uh, how they led it up right into the beginning of episode three um, was, was really awesome to watch, right? So between those two, I really got my like Star Wars fix this year, and you know, I think that replace yeah, replacing a new Star Wars movie or like one of those Marvel movies, I would have been really excited about. Um, and then the third one is, have you have you watched a movie and like listened to people talk over the movie at the same time? Oh, there's like a couple podcasts. Does like the Lord of the Rings make you not come? Well, like. You know oh, how like, so, they put like, like real time. commentary tracks over the movie? Oh, no, I would hate that. Oh, okay. I hate when people talk during movies. <laughs> okay. So then this might not be for you. <laughs> uh, so there's this podcast I really like, and they do this thing where they sort of, they put a movie on and, right, and they like sync it up and they tell you when the movie starts. And so you put the movie on and just like, you can watch the movie and listen to them talk about the Ideally, they're, you know, theoretically, they're talking about the movie, but it usually ends up, it ends up talking about other stuff at the same time, right? But they've done, like, all the Star Wars movies, they've done, like, half the Marvel movies, they've done, like, a couple Jurassic Park movies, they did, they did the Santa, or not the, they did Jingle All the Way recently, they did, like, a Christmas movie. It's usually a a movie that you know pretty good, so you don't really have to pay attention, Mm. so you can listen to them, just because you know what's happening on the screen, but just, like, so just like rewatching old movies with this sort of new layer over the top, I really enjoyed doing that this year, and I think that helped me not miss seeing actual actual new movies. But yeah, those are the things that kind of re- replace going to the movie theater for me. But Angela, you found new hobbies this year, which I didn't. So yes. I'm like very impressed by this. What what did what were new hobbies did you discover this year? Well, I guess I don't know if you call watching K dramas and C dramas a hobby. Maybe that your maybe. commitment to it is impressive, though, because like you, you told me about how long they are and how many episodes they are. So your commitment to it is impressive. So I, I, I think it's a hobby at this point. I thank you. Yeah, so I started watching K dramas and C dra- Korean dramas and Chinese dramas. Um, there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, I noticed those uh, Chinese dramas. The plot isn't always as strong as Korean dramas. Mm. Um, but I mean, I think my favorite Korean drama is definitely Itaewon Class, 
Crash Landing on You, Hi Bye Mama, um, those are all Netflix. And then I started watching Goblin, the like the Great and Lonely God, I think it's called. Um, that's on Rak- Rakuten. That one, I don't have to talk about that because I haven't finished it yet. Okay. Um, but I feel like all the plots are really like interesting. Like Crash Landing on You, this lady is like parachuting and then crashes into North Korea from South Korea. From yeah. South Korea and like falls in love with some like tall, dark army <laughs> tall, general. Dark, <laughs> tall, dark and handsome yeah. army general. Okay. Um, which I think is like a fun, it's like a fun little plot thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Hi, by Mama is the the mom. She was like pregnant and then got hit by a car died the baby survived and she's just been a ghost hanging around the baby and her husband who's since remarried how do they show her as a ghost is she just like a person she's just like a person that no one else except that one person can see or yeah okay yeah but like but then what happens is she like curses out the gods and they make her human Oh. And it's like you have like a thirty-two days to reclaim your place, or you get you're like gone. You're like sent up. Oh. Um. And it's interesting because it's sort of like she can also still talk because there's like all all other ghosts like in like South Korea are just like milling about because like they can decide when they want to go up, mm-hmm. but none of them want to go because they have family here. They want to make sure they're all right. So like then there's this like shaman who's just trying to like go up already. And it's really interesting because it sort of like talks about like when like when you're dead, like what, like there's people watching over you and like they want to make sure you're okay. Like there's one really sad part where like, because, like, because the ghost knows that this lady is now human, but, like, she can still see the ghost and they can still talk to her. They're, like, making her do all of these favors. And there's this one that was, like, this dad just, like, really wanted her daughter to, like, his daughter to, like, get married. And then, like, in the scene, the dad, as a ghost, was walking next to the daughter as she was going down the aisle. Aww. And it was so... The person mm-hmm. I was watching with cried. And I thought that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was a really good one. I like... That sounds really interesting, Yeah, actually. you should watch it. That's called what? Hi, bye, mama. Hi, bye, mama. Okay. Yeah, because it's also her being like, well, I don't want to just like, because it's like her daughter could see her as a ghost, and she wasn't supposed to. Can everyone see ghosts? No, no. Okay. Just this daughter, because she was with her since she was born. Okay. And that's like kind of like a curse, because like you don't want to see ghosts, because yeah. they bother you and try to get you to do stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was really good. Um. What do you think? Chinese dramas. Um. Meteor Garden is what I watched. I'm ra- watching Go Ahead right now. I started studying Chinese also, which is, like, I guess a new hobby. And on Netflix, there's an extension you can get if you have Google Chrome called Learning Languages with Netflix. And then it, like, shows you the characters, the pinyin, and the translation. And you can pause and see, like, the dictionary definition and stuff, which is very useful. Mm. So I've been trying to, like, either watch, like, dramas with that or without to try to, like, understand it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really hard. <laughs> and it's like I'm missing vital plot information. <laughs> but yeah, that's like my thing. Okay. Okay. How are you... So the studying Chinese, part of that's through school, but then you're taking it like... Yeah. You're taking yeah. your own like ownership of that and kind of beyond school and trying yeah, to learn. Okay. Right. So it's like I started, bef- I started getting interested in it over the summer. Mm-hmm. So... That was kind of when I decided to take the Chinese class, and then inevitably major in it. Okay, nice. All right. Um, 
Okay, our our next category is best purchases we made this year, <laughs> which is maybe I guess I was thinking about this like what things did I buy that like I was very happy about. Um, I don't know. I guess you should, you know I I feel sometimes like I shouldn't like buy things to make me happy, but I definitely do sometimes. I don't know. Um. I got a new backpack this year, which sounds <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> but where are you to take that backpack, huh? <laughs> I know. I actually haven't. I've only today was one of like today is one of the first days I took that Seriously? backpack out to be honest. yeah because I bought it after we I was I wasn't wor- going to work anymore, oh. so I haven't been able to like take it to work. So, but it's yeah, it's a nice new backpack, and it like has space for all my pens and like all my like my computer and my like uh um, battery like my backup battery and like all of my cords and my headphones and everything and it like has like I have all these little like buttons and like little (laughs) things and like keychains I've tied on it so I don't know I always like it's it's really dumb but like I've always really enjoyed like making my backpack something kind of like personal and like feel like if wherever I am, like I'm either I have something like do in my backpack, I have something to like if someone needs something, I can like maybe help them out if it's like in my backpack, if it's like a charger, an iPad, gum, or like an <laughs> iPad or like cough drops. Just keeping like little random stuff in there. I never know, and it's like a weird like you just like, like a it sounds so dumb, but just I like having all that little stuff in there. Yeah. So a backpack that I have space for all that I really enjoy. So I got a new one this year. Second one is I bought a bunch of stickers from Redbubble and Tee Public, just like of things that I like, which is dumb, but I stuck them all over my laptop and my notebooks and I just like looking at it and I was like, oh, I like Korra and I like Star Wars and I like uh, Into the Spider-Verse and Lord of the Rings and like, I just like looking at it and be reminded like, oh, these are the things that make me happy. And also like people are making cool stuff. Have you ever looked at those websites? Yeah. Yeah. For, like, stuff that you like, people are making, like, cool designs for, like, shirts and pillows and all sorts of random stuff. So, that's it. That's Those are cool websites. Also, I think, I mean, I, on TikTok, I see a lot of people who are just starting off, like, making stickers and selling them on, like, Etsy and Redbubble as, like, a mm. quarantine activity, which is oh, cool. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Um, and the last one, I, I mentioned this on a podcast, but I bought, like, an MP3 player. Like, the only thing it does is play MP3s for when I go running, and I've... I can go, like, I think I charged that thing for the first time in, like, two months the other day. And I don't run a ton, but, like, either way, I didn't have to charge it for, like, two months. And it has, like, a hundred songs on there. And it's just, it's great. I love it. And it works perfectly. And I don't need it to do anything else other than play music. And it costs, like, $30. So, (laughs) very happy with that. Um, What about you, Ange? Um, I guess the most expensive purchase... Which is also pretty good. Is I got a new laptop. Mm-hmm. I had a Surface Pro, but I, I quickly realized that I don't want a Surface Pro. <laughs> and then it started acting up. Yeah, I gave you some trouble. And yeah. So I decided it was time to switch over and surrender to Apple. Yes. So I did. Mm-hmm. And it's been really, it's really cool. Except now I realize I can't play any games on it. <laughs> that is the thing. Yeah. Is if you don't have like Apple, they have that game things. They have that game, like, subscription service, but if you're not playing that, like, yeah, you can't use, like, Steam on it, which is the big thing, yeah. Yeah. But AirDrop, the best thing in the world, because I have have the iPhone, I have the iPad, so it's, like, awesome as, you know, a student. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And then I also got really into skincare re- over the summer, and like I bought a bunch of skincare stuff. I even got a skincare fridge that I no longer use. Because, you don't use it anymore? Well, so what happened was I didn't understand that you're not supposed to put serums in the fridge, so they all separated, and it was really mad at the skincare fridge, so I just stopped using it. Oh, they're supposed to be kept at room temperature? Yeah, because they all separated. Oh. And then they're not any good anymore? Yeah, I don't know if they, well, I don't know. They just, like, felt really greasy afterwards. And I, but did you take them out and let yeah, them, like, yeah. oh, and they, they, they felt, okay. Just, no. Okay. Um, but, I don't know. There's no room to have it in my apartment, so I just keep all my skincare stuff in the fridge. Okay. And annoy Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I got, like, I really, like, face sheet masks and eye masks. Those are, like, really fun mm-hmm. things to, like, splurge on. And now, like, it's, like... You know when you go out and like you're gonna go shopping and like you want to get something but you don't need anything. Yeah. A lot of stores because like sheet masks are really popular now have them, so it's like kind of nice to like pick out a sheet mask. Yeah. Except sometimes they're trashy and make your face sting. So that's oh, something okay. to for. Um, but then also, I moved into a new apartment at school and I was looking for things to decorate it and I found this website called Poster Pagoda, and I got a bunch of Studio Ghibli posters mm. and also that's where i got you that millennium falcon blueprint oh posters. that was from there okay yeah it was they have like really cool like vintage looking like an- anime posters star wars posters uh stranger things posters mm. other pop culture things the shipping you know takes like a year and a half okay not that long but like pretty long okay yeah Oh, nice. All right. Which Studio Ghibli posters? I got Spirited Away, and then it's not a Studio Ghibli poster. It's an anime poster okay. called Your Name. It's a, it's a movie. Okay. Not by Studio Ghibli. Okay. Why did you get Spirited Away? Um, Does it look, does this look the coolest? At oh. that point in my life, it was the only Studio Ghibli movie I'd watched. So now I want to get a My Name is Yes. Okay. Right answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I want to. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Um... All right, we just got, we got like one category left and then we got like a couple questions we're going to talk about at the end. And this kind of a down note to maybe end on, but um, I think, I don't know about you, Ange, I, uh, like this podcast has helped me, this is the thing that I was like, what did I do in 2020 that I, like I can be proud of, can be like proud <laughs> of, right? Or that's like different than 2019, right? Because I, you know. I don't feel like I did a lot in 2020. Doing this podcast is the thing. Um, and, and I feel like a lot of it was like, I feel like I, I did spend a lot of time being unproductive, right? So that's <laughs> like, that's our last category is how, what are the ways we, what did we spend our time being very unproductive? What were we doing when we were being very unproductive or however you want to say that? Um, I mentioned Destiny 2 when I was talking about video games earlier and I probably like, there were probably, it was, I think I only did it for like three weeks, but I played like probably three or four hours every other day for like three weeks in a row. <laughs> and it's like, if I go back to that game now, it it's because it's one of those games where you have to play it sort of a certain number of hours every day or a certain number of hours every week to <sighs> really make progress. Otherwise, you kind of, you don't lose progress, but you kind of lose progress. Um it's just one of those games you really have to be it it you need to be very engaged with it otherwise it's tough to like get anything out of it right um and so yeah i haven't played it for like three months right and i was like well all of that time is not (laughs) wasted but like it wasn't useful like i and i the thing is i knew at the time it wasn't useful because i was like 
I know that I can't commit to this game <laughs> the way it needs me, right? This game... It's not a girlfriend. <laughs> no, but it kind of is. Like, do you know Do you know what World of Warcraft is? Uh, sorry, though. Do you know people that, like, is play... It like, is it, like, a SimCity build-it thing? <sighs> What's SimCity build-it? SimCity, we had to do it in the STEM program when we joined Future City, and, like, you build a city, and then, like, every day it comes back, and, like, the economy has crashed, there's a water pipe burst... <sighs> You it, just have to fix everything. It's a game that really is asking for a lot of your time. That sounds like it's asking for a lot of your time. This game is asking for a lot of your time. You know, like Magic. Does Calvin yeah, Calvin still play? Yeah, Magic. Calvin still play Magic. I don't know. I don't think so. So, I'm trying to think. Like, so Magic is the type of thing because we played that for a little bit, like a couple years ago, right? That's one of those things, like where if you're not staying up on like Magic, oh. you're not gonna know what the newest strategies are, right? You're not gonna know like. Oh, what cards are like people keeping in their deck and like how are they playing? And so how do I if you I want to be competitive, I have to know what everyone else is doing. So I have to be playing all the time, right? Oh. It's very much like that. Like if you're if you want like there is a way you can play Destiny and it's just like fun, right? Yes. And it doesn't matter. But if you want to sort of like be competitive and be sort of in the thick of what's going on, you kind of you need to be playing all the time so that you know what everyone else is doing in the game and how they're playing the game. Um, and like, I can't commit like the minimum, like 10 hours a week that it would need. And ideally like two or three hours a day. Um, so that feels like wasted time. Um, maybe not though. Cause I did enjoy it while I was doing it. Uh, the second thing is on, on, a, on my TV, like there's just a YouTube app. And so instead of going down YouTube rabbit holes on my computer, um, it's like much now I can just go down those on t on the TV and it's like it's harder to pull myself away when it's on the nice big screen and I can like go to the kitchen and get some food and sit <laughs> down or whatever. I don't know. It's hard to pull. I don't know. For whatever reason, it's hard to pull myself away when it's on the TV. So I spent a lot of time. Uh, what do you watch? <sighs> watching dumb. Um, a lot of people <laughs> playing video games. Lots of lots of let's plays. Lots of like. Um, I don't regret watching like. Thomas Middleditch. We watched Thomas Middleditch the other funny. day. He he's it's been really nice watching him. There's definitely some stuff that I've found that I'm really glad I've seen. There's uh there's this guy called Jack Saint. There's a let's player who you watch Jack Septic Eye. Yes. His girlfriend is Gab Smolders. I was I've been watching her. She's really good at video games, so it's nice watching so she plays hard games and it's like, well, you're really good at this game, so it's nice watching that. A lot of videos that I did need to watch too, so yeah. <laughs> What about you, Ange? Uh, I downloaded TikTok. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's all I need to say because <laughs> I feel like if you are also on my age, you probably understand what it is like. Yeah. There's something about like a short video that you can just watch like a million of them, mm. you know? Um. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like I've learned a lot from TikTok also. Like I learned how to like properly like do the lights on the tree, do them up and down instead of around. Mm -hmm. Um. Most of it's just like dumb things that you know <laughs> and i can like i could have a conversation just from like the sounds that they use in tiktok videos mm -hmm. i'm a little bit ashamed of it but it's fine <laughs> someone sent me like tiktok video because i don't have it it sends me to the website mm -hmm. so i can watch the video on the website but then after the video is over it plays the first five seconds of a tiktok <gasps> video but then it cuts off but it, and it keeps doing that it just goes video oh. video but you only get like five seconds right before whatever oh. the interesting part just is about to happen it. i can't because i know it's 
right? Because all these videos, it's yeah. like, I want to know what's going to happen, but it's really not important what's going to happen. <laughs> but I see how you get sucked in, yes, right? I absolutely oh see it. Yeah. I, you know, because like after like, I think like every hour or whatever, TikTok will send you like, will like make a video pop up where it's like, hello, you've been on here for a little bit long. Turn it off. I blocked it. Does it really? Yeah. Oh. Like the TikTok likes, it's like health account or whatever okay. we'll send it i blocked that account so i don't give it from it anymore because it got really embarrassing don't watch out for my health TikTok. <laughs> no um, okay that's interesting yeah. but also i also i always like have been a youtube watcher it's just kind of what i watch on youtube changes mm-hmm. you know i used to like watch a lot of vlogs um but now i really the only vlog i watch really is yora jung's um I started watching a lot of Game Grumps, and mm-hmm. then from Game Grumps, I found Jacksepticeye. From Jacksepticeye, I found, like, the world of, like, Twitch streamers. Or, like, they're not all Twitch streamers, but, mm-hmm. like, the people who I watch play Among Us, um, like, uh, Toast, mm-hmm. Sekuno, Valkyrie, Corpse. Um, so I, I watch all of them now, um, mainly if they're just playing Among Us. Mm-hmm. But they, I saw, I was talking to you about party animals. Yeah. Jacksepticeye, PewDiePie, Corpse, and like some other people. I'm sorry. PewDiePie's bad, dude. Okay. Can't watch PewDiePie. Okay. Well, he was a guest. Okay. PewDiePie's um, a bad guy. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know which one it was, anyways. Okay. Um, but uh, they were all playing party animals, mm. and that game looks really fun. Yeah. That's one of those games you can't. You want to play, but on your Mac. Well, I still have know. my old computers. Can you play it on that Surface Pro? Uh, some games I can play. Like, I can play Among Us. Yeah. I really want to try to play Phasmophobia, but I can't play that. No, you need a graphics. better graphics card, yeah. But you can't get a graphics card. Okay. All right. Um, okay. All right. We'll see where this goes. I, I put this in here a little bit last minute, so I don't <laughs> I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I Sprung like... Sprung this one on me. <laughs> just as a bit of a wrap-up, kind of what did... What did we spend our time thinking about in 2020? Because, right, I think we had a lot of time on our hands and you know i guess whether you spent it i know i spent a lot of it like i was saying you know with the tv shows right if it needed to be something really absurd that i was just didn't have to think about something else or i had or it had to be something that was really engaging with what was going on in 2020 so i definitely like did spend that time trying to zone out or and and check out but but the rest of it, like, I, yeah, I did feel like I had to be it, like, what I was engaging with had to, had to be responding to the moment in some way. And so I guess the words that I kind of, I was thinking about this, like, like I don't know if there's like a specific thought, but maybe it comes down to a couple words. And the ones that I was thinking about, like exposure and revelation, right? Because I think a lot of people were talking about the pandemic, the Black Lives Matter movement, the, mo- the protest for social justice this summer. And then we're talking about that, you know, we're recording this a couple days after January 6th when there was, you know, white nationalists, you know, attacked or mobbed or invaded the Capitol building in an act of domestic terrorism. And, you know, I come back to these words, exposure and revelation, where we had this idea that the country is very divided, right? But the pandemic is also exposing different the different inequalities in inequities right the pandemic is exposing it and the the acts of police violence the way that police killed black people this summer right it was there was jacob blake or brianna taylor or george floyd and like the name ahmaud arbery the names go on and on 
exposing like the two different countries that we live in, right? But it's, that was, we have to think, right? This isn't something new, like this was always there, right? So it's not, it's an exposure and it's like, this is not new. So something is being exposed that I had the privilege to like not entirely be aware of, right? All the years leading up, like, you know, you know, it's not since, since before Trump got elected, but in all the years leading up to this, right? It's been a process where it's just, I was like privileged not to like be totally thinking about that all the time. You couldn't ignore it in 2020. You just absolutely couldn't. It was, you know, how I like spending time thinking about what am I doing to, what am I doing to help the, the causes that I believe in, right? What am I doing to like further social justice and the things that I believe in politically and socially and culturally? And, um, you know, how does that, yeah, what, how does that affect my day to day actions? How does that affect, uh, what I, the way I do at work, right? Um, working in a school, how does that affect the way I interact with my kids and what, um, what I'm trying to teach them, what we're talking about in class. And so I just, couldn't yeah couldn't get away from these ideas of like what what is coming to the surface right what has always been there but what is now impossible to ignore and right it should have been impossible to ignore all along but uh i and a lot of people did right um how do we how do we reckon that in our actions in our daily lives so that's just that's what i spent a lot of time thinking about this year um what about you and Oh. Don't mean to bring it down. No, no. Okay. So we're looking at a Google Doc. Angela just deleted it. No, it. Be honest. No, like that's well, fine. I wasn't we're at different. Like, talk but we're at different places it, yeah. in our lives, though. Well, so I it's mean, fine that we're thinking about different things. Don't. I'm gonna hit undo on Google Docs. I will and, say with what you're saying is that, like, as somebody who's like not really sought to be very active mm-hmm. politically or socially. Um, a lot of the things were, like, a lot of, like, the events that happened this year were really eye-opening and kind of showed me that, like, I should, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe read, like, a newspaper every now Mm -hmm. and then. Mm -hmm. Um, especially, like, like, I'm adopted from China, Mm -hmm. and this year has definitely been me, like, sort of exploring, like, my Chinese identity more. Mm -hmm. And sort of having that happen as, like, covid was just happening and suddenly nobody likes chinese people mm-hmm. <laughs> or like a lot of mm-hmm. people are not liking chinese people mm-hmm. it was a real weird yeah um also i remember like when there was protests and there was like a lot of protests there was like someone that would come by the house mm-hmm. and sort of just like sort of making myself like read more about it or like understand more about it that's mm-hmm. sort of what kind of pushed me to register to vote mm-hmm. so i voted this year nice yeah yes. absentee because i'm not trying to get covid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no absolutely yeah so i mean that's as much as i have to say about okay. that you yeah. know it's just i feel like it showed me that i should try to you know pay attention more to like but well so put back what you had on the google doc yeah put it back <laughs> so is that rap, right so you talked earlier about majoring in chinese is that part is that yeah, decision yeah, part yeah, of yeah. that thought process well, yeah year? so i was also thinking a lot because when the year started i had it was just about to come into a second semester of my freshman year and the first semester i did awful mm-hmm. um and i also thought i wanted to be a computer scientist and i realized like i didn't want to do that so then it was sort of just like a lot of me trying to figure out what i like to do versus what i thought i would end up doing because mm-hmm. like i was in a stem program in middle school i thought i was gonna be like some sort of engineer but uh not too good at math <laughs> don't like it 
Not fun. <laughs> yeah, fine. Um, fair. <laughs> science sucks. No offense, Mr. No, science that's teacher. Fair, that's fair. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, over the summer, I, I interned at the Red Cross as a communications associate, and that was really interesting. Because um, at the time I was thinking of maybe business, but uh, these grades weren't going to get me into business school for mm-hmm. one. But also, it's like I didn't really know like what in business. So I decided to major in community and nonprofit leadership. Um, and at the same time, I was studying Chinese, and I was like, well, why don't I just take this further? So I'm double majoring and also Chinese as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of been like thinking about like how what I want to do with both of those majors in my long-term career mm-hmm. um also yeah so the adoption thing i joined like this facebook group it's called subtle asian adoptee traits subtle asian traits is also a facebook group but they're like they're like asian asian they're not like adopted asian okay so it's like there's some like they were born or yeah. they were right born and raised in or they're like okay. asian american with like asian parents yeah. okay so this group has been really really cool like i got a pen pal okay um i got to be on a different podcast <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's been really interesting okay so you're like <laughs> I don't. I. I. I mean, it was funny that you erased <laughs> it in the moment, Ange, but you're thinking about all this same stuff. Just in your, it's coming. It's filtering through its own lens, right? But you're thinking about all the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't sell yourself short. Like, <laughs> don't no. Don't do that. She erased it again, everyone. Um. Awesome. Nice. No, I like. I kind of sprung that on you because i was like i, I know i like went, came back from shower and there's like <laughs> there's like exposure and like, that was good heck. <laughs> no that was good that's what i wanted that's podcasting everyone yes <laughs> we, uh, we podcasted. <laughs> all right and then our last question is and we had this the other day and this is something i was thinking about like because when i start like i was i don't know i do you ever watch videos on YouTube and you're just like, you know, like we were talking the other day, like takes, right? Like, and you're just like, man, this take is really bad. Mm-hmm. No. Like when what? someone has like on YouTube has like a really bad take or on a podcast and you're just oh, like, like, like their opinion. Yeah. You're yeah. just like, this is bad. Like you. And so I, you know, on on YouTube, right. I listen to a lot, like either people playing video games, but then like also on podcasts of like people talking about video games and it just going back to like i wanted my media to be engaging with the things i like video games um comic books whatever but also what's going on in the world and some of i had to stop watching and listening to certain things just because they weren't they were like actively not doing that Mm -hmm. and i i think part of the reason i wanted like, I wanted to start this podcast. I was like, well, I guess I'm wondering what are, like, my opinions about stuff, right? Because I think it's, like, another level, like, watch stuff. It's another level, like, watch stuff and then, like, have to try to, like, think and talk about it, right? And I want to, like, part, you know, I guess part of this, right, is, in, is vain in a certain sense. I want to, like, think about myself as, like, I'm someone who can do that and, like, I enjoy doing that. And so I guess maybe this podcast is, like, figuring out if I can do that, right? And, like, you know, maybe we'll do 20 more episodes and, like, uh, we can't really do that or whatever, right? But, like, I don't know. I've been enjoying it so far, but, like, 
I've had to, there is part of me that was like, oh, it would be cool to like be a podcaster, right? Yeah. There's like a vain part of it. It's like, oh, it'd be cool. To, like I'm a podcaster, right? Yeah. Um, but that, that's not going to happen. Well, you and don't that, know that. <laughs> no, but like that can't be the only thing, right? That can't that be becomes, the main goal. That can't be the main goal, right? And also I think once you, maybe if you get there, right, then, and that's your identity, right? Then like, do, do all those like other things you're interested fall away, right? The things that like make you a nice rounded person that make maybe help you give you some interesting ideas do they like fall away right if suddenly your identity is like i talk on a podcast and then right your life just becomes like a black mirror episode <laughs> yeah and then your <laughs> life becomes a black yeah absolutely we should do black have you watched all those uh, most of them do you like black mirror pretty disturbing not gonna lie like the thing with the pig <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. and then we're gonna add that to funny. the list okay oh, we're gonna add black mirror to the list um because I need to, I've like, I've watched some of them, but I need to watch more of them, right? But like. They did a 2020 thing. I. It's like the same people, but it's not Black Mirror-esque. I, think. I started watching it. I thought it was more, I thought it was unscripted, but it's scripted. It's it like. I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. Um, But so like, I had to, there was like, when we started this, like I got a, a Twitter account for the podcast and I was like trying to like figure out how to like tweet in an effective way so that it would like you know more people would see it on twitter and i was like what did there was a point when i had to like think about it. i was like this is dumb like i'm putting effort into this and like the effort needs to be in like you know whatever we whatever game or movie or book that we pick like engaging with that thing reading about it writing about it if i am and really thinking about it and then just making sure that like the podcast itself is good right because that has to be that has to be enough the podcast itself being good has to be enough whether or not people listen to it um so i like stopped the twitter and was like let just you joseph just like figure out how to make the podcast good and be happy with that and yeah, so that that was, like, early. That was, like, the first, like, five or six episodes. Just, like, think... I was, like, trying to do that. And then I was, like, no, I can't. This doesn't, like, feel good to do this. Like, the thing that feels good is making sure the podcast is good. Um, and we were talking the other day. I think we, we've done some episodes that we're proud of. Um, we mentioned... What did we mention? Um, BTS, Sufjan Stevens. Yeah, the BTS, Sufjan Stevens, Christmas Music Boy one. State. The boys, I think we're, yeah, the boys state one is really good. Um, I think the one we did the other day on Spirited Away, mm. I think was pretty solid. Like I, there's like, we've done stuff that I'm really proud of. And like, I think we can get better. Like, I think we like doing it, right? <laughs> we don't <laughs> this always... would be a really awkward time to be like, actually, Joe, I need to talk to you. <laughs> we like doing, even if we don't like doing the work for it, I think we like doing, like recording the podcast and I enjoy like editing it and putting it up. Um. And then, you know, and I think we would like to get to a point where, like, people are listening. And, like, that would be fun. That would be f- and like Get feedback. Yeah. I think that's a point, right? Even if we have a couple, like, some people listening and, like, getting feedback. Like, a thing I was thinking about is, like, um, like, you ever, like, a, do you listen to podcasts where we do, like, question episodes? Yeah. If we could get to a place where, like, we do, like, a question episode, that would be really cool. Be super fun. That would be really cool. Um, yeah. So... You know, but like, yeah, I think the focus for both of us is just on like making, making this good um, and something we're proud of going forward. Um, That is anything else to add to that? Uh, No, I guess if you made it this far, you should uh, leave a comment. 
something. That'd be really cool. <laughs> okay. Well, so before we wrap, yeah, before, yeah, if you, if you made it this far, comment, right? Um, I don't want to act like a, like a, like a YouTuber, like leave a comment. Like, like you don't comment, subscribe, to. smash that it's like button. Fine. You don't have to like smash anything. Yeah. You don't have to smash but anything. But if you feel inclined to yeah. know that we will read it. Unlike the people who like at This American Life, like they're not going to read it. <laughs> because so many people, maybe they read it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Do you think they read it? I imagine their social media manager goes through like their Apple podcast reviews, right? All of them? No, not all of them. Exactly. Yeah, but some of them, right? I mean, but not all Maybe. of them. Maybe. Um, if you had to pick out like, because I'm not going to link everything we talked about because we talked mm-hmm. about so much stuff, but I want to link like two or three things in the show notes. What are like the two or three things that you talked about in this episode that you would, you would want to... Mm-hmm. You would want people to, like, go, that's the thing you go check out. Uh, Itawan class? Okay, Itawan class. I'll have a link for, like, a trailer in the a show trailer. notes. Um, BTS. Okay. And then, honestly, like, if you have, like, a Switch or whatever, however you do it, Download Overcooked and play it with your friends because okay. it's really fun. Yeah, and even if you're not like a gamer, you can still like get into it. Yes, um, it, it it could potentially like ruin a friendship if you're like that kind of person. <laughs> so I'm sorry, that's that's your like disclaimer. But it's really fun, mm-hmm. you know, if you play it with the right people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Itawan class BTS at Overcooked two. Mine are I think I really think people should watch How to with John Wilson. That show made me laugh so hard, and I think it's so sweet and nice second one is outer wilds like i I think i'm gonna do like outer wilds and hades because i think those games appeal to different people and like i i've heard heard, listen to people talk who like really like and like people struggling with first person is like not uncommon right just like controls are getting headaches so like and then hades right is like that like top down rogue roguelike thing um so i think those appeal to different people and then the second uh the final thing would uh, I don't know. Maybe you know it's gonna be the it's gonna be that this American Life episode. I'm gonna le- uh, do a link to my favorite. I think that's like the best podcast episode I listened to. It's the one from August seventh. It's called Made to Be Broken. I don't know. They sometimes they just make an episode that like I, I think they're always stories are always good, but like every once in a while they just really stumble on something, and I think they did with that one. Okay, so that is that's the podcast. That's the podcast. <laughs> We're gonna. All right, what do we say at the end here? I'm looking Smash for Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> I'm looking for our ending notes. You can find, follow Angela on Instagram at, at glow.angela. You can follow me on Twitter at Joey Glowacki, G-O-E-Y-G-L-O-W-A-C-K-Y. You can email the show by sending your messages to podcast at comicsly.com. And then, yeah, if you've made it this far, um, you know, we'd love Thanks. to... Thank you. First of all, is <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go keep going in twenty twenty one. We hopefully and hopefully we're getting better. But uh, yeah, if you have some feedback, if you want to, even if it's mean, even if it's mean, well, we'll yeah, I think yeah, we so. still would like like to know, right? Because you it's know, like I hate the sound of your voice. <laughs> Maybe we, we can't do to too yourself. much about that. Um, but yeah, if you can leave a review on like Apple Podcasts or um wherever you get your your podcast apps and you and you can leave a leave a review or some sort of type of rating if that's a thing and you feel inclined to do that we would we would really appreciate that
Um, we will be back next episode or not next week with what I'm not sure yet, but we will have another episode. Thank you everyone <laughs> for listening and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.